0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today.
1: All right, he's at Gelb Show, CBS Sports Radio. Bonta Hill does a phenomenal job at 95.7 The Game as their morning drive host. Also does a bunch of coverage for the Golden State Warriors as well. And he's kind enough to join us right now. On the Zach Gelb show on CBS Sports Radio. Bonta, appreciate the time as always. I would ask you how you're doing, but I'm sure you're still uh, in mourning (laughs) after your San Francisco 49ers and Kyle Shanahan blew
0: another big game. Oh, my, Zach. Way to intro that one. Uh, uh, Not only that, the Warriors blew a 15-point lead last night, too. Gave up 44 points in the fourth quarter, so... I'm not well right now. This has been a rough week for you, boy, in every single Bay Area sports (laughs) fan.
1: Yeah, I'll get to the Niners in just a second. But since you brought up uh, the Golden State Warriors (laughs) last night, that's kind of karma to Draymond Green. Like, you just get back from the suspension, and then you're picking a fight with Nurkic and Kevin Durant. It's like, just shut up already. Like, just play basketball, please.
0: Yeah, you know, Draymond's going to talk. That's what he does. We kind of love him for that. But sometimes less is more, especially after what's transpired this season. In which, you know, look, there's a blessing to disguise, right? He got suspended. We saw the attention of Jonathan Kaminga because we know Steve Kerr wasn't going to play Jonathan Kaminga if Draymond never gets suspended. So at least we know we have a player there in J.K. But you're right, Phoenix happens. He's playing good basketball. All the other stuff just overshadows how well you're playing and how well the team is playing. And then again, he's on the court yesterday for a 30-second violation or 30 seconds in the key. Nobody calls it because he's on the ground holding his head or whatnot. So, yeah, it, it's it's a lot going on out here in the Bay Area. Draymond Green, we just want to, you know, he's on the edge right now. We know it's just a matter of time maybe before something else happens. You hope that it doesn't. You hope that he learned his lesson. But, you know, the Nurkits and KD stuff is just like, oh, man, do we have to?
1: I know that the report came out the other day that the Warriors, I guess, were trying to get LeBron at the deadline or or whatever was going on. That was never going to happen via trade, but LeBron could opt out at the end of this year. Uh, What is the percentage of chance, in your opinion, that LeBron ever teams up with Steph and is playing for Golden State? I,
0: I think anything is possible in this league. I mean, I didn't think Kevin Durant would ever be a Golden State Warrior. That happened, and they became the Avengers, and they dominated the league. Um, I didn't think that James Harden could get traded from Houston to Brooklyn or Houston to Brooklyn to Philly and back to L.A. as a clipper. Anything is possible in his league. And if he is a free agent, we know LeBron is very uh, strategic in his moves here. He sees what's going on with the Golden State Warriors. He's always said, you know, especially over the last two years, I would love to play with Stephen Curry. So where there's smoke, there is fire. That report didn't come out of nowhere. We know clutch sports can control the narrative uh, as well as anybody out there. So I think there's – I don't want to put a percentage number on it, Zach, but I think it is possible. And the Warriors always love stars. One thing I know about Joe Lacob, great owner, right? He he does what he does with the luxury tax and with the salaries. He has no problem playing four stars at one time. Joe Lacob is enamored with stars. Peter Guber, the co-owner of the Go to St. Warriors, has always said this is entertainment. We're in an entertainment business as well as the sports business. And how entertaining, even at the age, Age of 40, will LeBron James be playing with Stephen Curry alongside Stephen Curry, I should say. So there is a chance if he does opt out, Zach.
1: So here's my problem with the Warriors, and it's the biggest reason why Bob Myers walked away. He didn't have the guts to say goodbye to people that he won championships with, and it seems like the Warriors, like what they did with Draymond, they reward people what they did in the past, what they won't do uh, potentially for the present. Like, what's going to happen with the future of Klay Thompson? Because we know Clay is an absolute legend but I can't go give him a big time deal this off season.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I don't think max money. I don't think that's going to happen. Um I do think Clay will assess the situation and look around. Look, I was talking to somebody from the Clippers yesterday in their front office before the game and they they said what's the deal with Clay Thompson? Look, man, he's having career lows shooting from three from the field. His minutes are getting reduced, he's just not the same player, and you hate it because he was at the height of his powers in 2019 and to miss 941 days and go through all that rehab 941 days of missing basketball. I mean, that's tough for a guy who lives in the gym. With that said, other teams still value his shooting. This league values shooting. Um, I still you still watch the games, and teams are saying. You no, know what? We're not going to allow him to get any airspace. We're still going to guard him like he's prying Klay Thompson. There will be a contender if the Warriors don't give him a deal or give him a short-term two- to three-year deal, maybe $20 to $25 million because he is Klay Thompson per year. I do believe there will be a contender who would be willing to pony up that type of money because of the threat of his shot. Look, 37% for a lot of players in this league, they will raise their hands and take that. And that's the truth. There are how many thirty-three percent shooters do we see in this league? Twenty-nine percent. Like everybody was going crazy over Pascal Siakam. He's shooting twenty-nine percent for three. And the league got value shooting at an all-time high. So if the Warriors don't give him a short-term deal, which I think they will, and I think Clay would want to stay, there will be a contender in this league that says, We'll take Clay Thompson and a threat of the shot making ability, especially from the perimeter.
1: Bonta Hill here with us. This is not an in-the-moment take when we get back to the 49ers. I actually defended Shanahan for taking the ball first, but the last few years, and I want to be careful when I use this word. I've called him overrated. Now that's not me saying he sucks, he's awful, he's terrible. Yeah. I acknowledge he's a top 5 coach in football, but people talk about him as if he invented the sport and he keeps on blowing these big games. What has been your view of Shanahan and not only losing another Super Bowl, but then all the other things that he's embarrassed himself with in the last uh, 48 72 hours?
0: Wow. <laughs> Boy, I've had a love-hate relationship with Kyle Shanahan. There's people think out here in the Bay Area that think I'm not a Shanahan fan and that I hate him as head coach. Listen, I just assess the situation how the fans do. There's a lot of fans out here in the Bay Area saying, say, well, he's the next Bill Walsh, man. He's the next Bill Walsh and all this stuff. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. We're talking about Bill Walsh, the inventor of West Coast offense, where team's still running a segment of or a variation of that offense. Let's chill on that. Let him just be George Seifert. How about being Steve Mariucci or, uh, I don't know, Jim Harbaugh? Listen, man, Finnehan is good at his job. He's a good play designer. He does know how to ma- manipulate defenses. And, and, look, I gave him a pass with 28-3 in Atlanta because Dan Quinn's a head coach. He's a defensive guy. Your defense allowed the Patriots to score 25 points, so we can disagree on that one. But in all the big games that the 49ers have lost, the same things have eluded, have come to fruition. Super Bowl 54, clock management right? The trust of a quarterback. If you don't like Jimmy Garoppolo, Zach, tell me why with a minute 49 left in the fourth quarter, three timeouts, the ball at midfield, and Patrick Mahomes on the other sideline, why would you throw four straight passes? Yeah, Why would you even risk Mahomes getting the ball back? So even if Garoppolo hits Emmanuel Sanders with that deep shot, there's still a minute 30 left and Mahomes has the ball. Like, I don't like that situation. 2021, 10-point lead, NFC Championship, LA Rams, you run the fullback dive on third down. You have Trent, Moshin, uh, Trent Williams motion across the formation with a hobbled ankle. He couldn't even walk that game. But then you punt it. You don't get aggressive. The Rams, they throw one up. to The It's already drops it. They should get you know, 45 yards with Beckham. Jimmy Ward, unnecessary roughness. Decision-making, clock management, game situation. You get a little timid at times. And then, of course, the Super Bowl. I mean – Where do I start? We talked about the uh, real-time with Shanahan not calling a timeout on second down with Rasheed Rice. It's a minute nine left. You know in the Super Bowl there's a 30-minute halftime. You just scored in real-time at about 4.47 p.m. The Niners didn't touch the ball again until about 5.47 p.m. So when you do get the ball back, 23 seconds left and you have two timeouts you're not going to throw a couple shots down the field to try to get a field goal to go up two scores and then when you do get an interception from Patrick Mahomes and you set up shop at the Kansas City 44 yard line you throw eight passes as opposed to one run of your first three possessions so we already saw it in real time in the third quarter goal here we go again He's doing it again. He's getting tight. He's getting away from his bread and butter. And so in big game situations, he reminds me a lot of Kyle Schottenheimer. Forget Andy Reid in Philadelphia. This is Kyle Schot- uh, Schottenheimer all over again. He just gets tight in his own way, and he calls it a conservative game. And you know Brian Balder, he joined us every week during the football season. He's done it the last four years. He said last week, it's going to come down to Spags and Shanahan. That's the matchup everybody needs to watch. And you know what? Spags was in his hip pocket once again, for the second straight Super Bowl between these two teams. So I I don't think he's overrated, but there is a conversation out here that I like to have, and people think I'm just a Shanahan hater. Who'd you rather have, McVay or Shanahan? I've oh, seen McVay. McVay thrive in these situations. See, there you go. And and the fact that he's throwing everybody else under the bus, and there, there's all these excuses, I just, I don't know if it's going to happen for Shanahan in San Francisco. It feels like he may win a Super Bowl elsewhere.
1: And, and, and here's the other thing. Like, I could so easily agree with everything you just said, Bonta Hill, where 28-3, he's got to run the football more. Um, Even that controversial play uh, where Chris Jones batted the ball down at the line of scrimmage in the first Super Bowl. There was a thought you should have ran the ball there. Um, Mm -hmm. In this Super Bowl, should have ran the ball. But here's the crazy (laughs) part. The guys are actually open when they throw the ball, and this offensive line crumbled. Like, to see what the the nose tackle uh, for the Chiefs did, and he just threw yeah. uh, Trent Williams on his ass in the third quarter. Yeah. I couldn't believe that. Yeah. And McDuffie unblocked. Jones uh, must yeah. have been some sort of yeah. error. It's crazy to me how, yeah, they should have ran the ball more, but how that offensive line just got dominated in the Super
0: uh, Bowl. Well, it's just scheming, right? You know stats is going to blitz. They blitz Lamar Jackson relentlessly, relentlessly every other play, and that's what they do. And the secret's out on the 49ers. If they blitz and they force them. And, and get them out of their timing by bumping the wide receivers. Like, the Cleveland Browns earlier this season laid out the blueprint. We play sticky man coverage, and we're going to be physical, and we're going to disrupt the t- timing in the West Coast offense, and now what you're going to do? What's your counter? And Shanahan in these big games, just like the 2021, NFC championship against the Rams, same thing. Eric Weddle played in the box. Literally, Kansas City had like 10 guys within eight yards of the line of scrimmage. They're daring Brock Purdy to throw it deep and beat them with the vertical passing game, and it just feels like Shanahan's vertical passing game is so outdated. It really is. There's no threat of a deep shot, no threat of somebody taking the top off the defense. So, yes, there are guys wide open, but that's by design because they're blitzing everywhere and nobody knows where to pick it up at. Mm -hmm. It's like they're not even prepared for it. And they don't even get me the overtime. I mean, just let's take the two-minute warning, Zach. And you're right. McDuffie's scot-free on the blitz, right? Pass the ball down. You got to kick the field. Gov. Mahomes has another shot. Why not look at that situation as a two-play sequence? Okay, I know Mahomes is on the sideline. There's two minutes left.
1: Run on third, then go for let Let's run play.
0: the ball on third down, yeah. set up a fourth and short, get a first down, and ice the game. Same thing in overtime. That's got to be a two-play sequence. Third and four, run the ball, set up a fourth and short. But instead, you get two balls batted down to Chris Jones to up the play in overtime. It's just bad scheming and bad execution. So, yes, the offensive line did break down. I just think it's bad scheming.
1: They lost this Super Bowl because of their offense. There's no other oh, ways no about doubt. it. The no defense doubt. when you hold Mahomes to one touchdown in regulation it was set up because of the the whole punt situation you needed to distance yourself in the first half. they couldn't do it and I know it's not just one moment, but it felt like yesterday that they scapegoated Steve Wilkes, which is crazy oh. because of how great his defense performed. In the Super Bowl up until overtime it's like Shanahan he's pointing the finger at everybody else but himself oh we could win big games oh uh, not getting the team prepared for overtime and not knowing the rules didn't uh, impact it and now Steve Wilkes gets fired like Shanahan has no accountability
0: well we saw this coming midway through the season Zach (laughs) so the Minnesota game happens right they lose to Cleveland 1917 first loss of the year mind you the defense gave up 68 points in the first five weeks of the season Everybody was like, we're having a debate out here in the Bay Area. What unit is better, the offense or the defense? Because they were blowing everybody away. They beat, they lose to Cleveland 1917, even though Shanahan's clock management in that game left, you, left something to be desired. Three minutes left in that game. You throw three straight passes. You, 16 seconds, he laps off the clock. Cleveland gets a shot to kick a game with a field goal. It's Shanahan again, but Steve wants to pull it for that one. Minnesota happened. And remember before the half where Jordan Addison caught that long touchdown because Steve Wilkes ran a cover zero blitz. Minnesota goes up 16-7. Shanahan undressed Wilkes in front of the entire media. Yeah, I didn't like the call. It was a terrible call. Well, Shanahan, you're the head coach. You got the headset. How about you call a timeout and yeah. blow a dead Say No, 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 no. No zero blitz. So from that moment on, we knew Steve Wilkes would be the scapegoat this year if anything went awry. And even that week after the Minnesota game, they play Cincinnati the next week, got torched. But... Nobody said anything about Brock Purdy throwing two interceptions in the fourth quarter of the Minnesota game or throwing two interceptions uh, in the fourth quarter against it today. Actually, one was late in the third quarter. One was in the fourth quarter. Everybody blamed Steve Wolves. And Steve Wolves came out and said, I'm still learning the scheme. This is not my defense. I'm still learning the scheme. So we all knew in the Bay Area, now the national media is catching up to us, but we knew this was Shanahan's defense. He's the real defensive coordinator on this football team. He micromanages everything, including the defense. And so Steve Bolts is saying, you know, I'm still learning to scheme midway through the year. It was like, wait, what? And by the way, wild. this is unprecedented, Zach. It's wild, right? He couldn't bring any of his assistants over. He basically came here, had to learn a new scheme, and do it with Shanahan's defensive assistance, not his own assistants. Who's an offensive? Run guy his own too. defense.
1: Uh, it's just, it, right, it, it, exactly. It's, wild. it's
0: just, it's wild. So we knew Steve to would get the. Get the scapegoat. Like you said, you hold Mahomes at three points on the first nine possessions of the football game. You hold him to 19 points in regulation. That is good enough to win the game. We all know out here in the Bay Area, it's on Purdy, it's on Shanahan, it's on the offense. It's all on them. The defense played their butts off in that football game.
1: I got 90 seconds left. I made the case earlier. We know Shanahan and Belichick are close. He's trying to get Belichick to be the D.C. I think Belichick will think that's beneath him, and he won't do it. I saw Florio uh, started to speculate Brandon Staley as their next DC, and the moment I heard that, I'm like, "Yep, that's probably who it's go- who it's going to be." Who do you think will be the next DC? I, I,
0: yeah, I mean, Brandon Staley's a good name. I think they may go in house. They got this guy Holland or Bullock or whatever. I don't even know. He's a DB coach. <laughs> I, I, I do. I'm, I look. I kind of want a scheme change, a three-four guy, and some exotic blitzes because the wide nine has been figured out. Our defense looks so predictable. But with that said. They were third or fourth in the league in opponents' points per game. So I don't think the defense was, think about it. Javier Ward was an all-pro. De'Amico Lenore is a player. We know Jair Brown, the rookie out of Penn State. We got a player there. Dre Greenlaw and Fred Warner had career years. The defensive line didn't show up. And that starts with Nick Bolsa And I think Nick Bosa quietly went behind the backs of Steve Wilkes. It's like, oh, yeah, the defense, I'm not really filling in. We weren't ready for the RPOs or the zone read that Mahomes ran in overtime late in the fourth quarter. Bosa, I don't want to hear it from you. You got $120 guaranteed. You're playing conditioning. You're playing scheme. Yet, I saw you off the field on the final possession of regulation with your hands on your hips. How do you take yourself out of the game in the Super Bowl? So I don't know who's going to be the D.C., but be careful if you want to be the D.C. under Kyle Shanahan because if anything goes wrong, you will be out of here and you will be scapegoated, no doubt.
1: Bonta Hill, always appreciate the time. He does a sensational job. Morning drive at 95.7 The Game. Make sure you send my condolences to your co-host, Joe Shasky, because uh, I know he wears his emotions on the sleeve. And also, yeah, uh, ch- check it on my guy, Debo Samuel. Make sure Debo's doing okay for me, all right? Oh,
0: uh, hey, you know what? We, Shasky and I were both hurting. We were walking <laughs> out of that stadium, Zach, was one of the more depressing walks. But you're tougher. You're, you're, you're tougher yeah, than yeah, Joe. I, 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 maybe a little bit, but... It, I'm not going to lie. Every time I think about the Super Bowl, I get angry and angry as the days go by. And Deebo Samuel, 11 targets, three catches. Just not good enough, man. Just not good enough. Yeah, no doubt about it. Bonto, always great to catch up with you. Thanks so much. Anytime, Zach. Take care, buddy.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive.